you know, Southern Baptists have all kinds of preachers, so many different kinds of preachers. We have real loud preachers, soft-spoken preachers. We have tall preachers and short preachers, skinny preachers and fat preachers. We cover all the bases. Sort of like the family that went horseback riding and outside the stable was a sign that said, for those of you who are tall, we have tall horses. For those of you who are short, we have short horses. For those of you who are skinny, we have skinny horses. For those of you who are fat, we have fat horses. And for those of you who've never ridden horses, we have horses that have never been ridden. <laughs> so just find one and jump on and enjoy the ride. Open your Bibles, please, to the book of Luke, chapter 19. The book of Luke, chapter 19. The message tonight is different than any message I'll ever preach. For the first 15 minutes or so, you're going to say, where in the world is Brother Phil at and where in the world is he going? But I want you to give me your undivided attention. I want you to follow closely and uh, you'll catch on, okay? I've titled tonight's message, Jesus Passed By. Jesus Passed by. Luke 19 in verse 1. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. Amen. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. I thank God tonight for verse 10. Because that included you. And that included me. Father, I thank you tonight for the precious privilege of preaching one more time. I pray tonight that the Spirit of God that indwells me will empower me to proclaim your word. I confess to you that all is vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One comes. Anoint my thoughts and lips. 
Give us ears to hear and to receive your word. And I pray through the message tonight that you challenge us. And beyond the challenge, I pray you change us. And I thank you tonight for the day Jesus passed by and made a difference in the life of Zacchaeus. I pray that you pass by Hillcrest Baptist Church tonight and change lives for the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. When I was a little boy, I would go to Sunday school. And some days in vacation Bible school, we would sing a little song that most of you will remember here tonight. It went something like this. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed his way, he looked up in the tree, and he said, Zacchaeus, you come down because I'm going to your house today. Little did I realize as a youngster singing that little song One day God would call me to preach and give me a message on this biblical character, a man by the name of Zacchaeus. The Bible teaches us several things about him. First of all, he was a publican. Secondly, the Bible teaches us he was very wealthy. And thirdly, the Bible teaches us Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And I believe tonight that it was very probable that it was Zacchaeus' job to go from house to house, rightfully collecting the taxes owed unto his government. And tonight in this brief time together, I'm going to ask you to join me on a journey as we travel with Zacchaeus as he visits four homes endeavoring to collect taxes for his government. He arises early in the morning and starts down a long, dusty road. He finally comes to the first house of the day and he knocks upon the door. And a gentleman responds, who is blind? And he declares, sir, I am am the tax collector and your taxes are due this day. And the gentleman responds, Mr. Zacchaeus, Sir, I know who you are, and sir, I understand why you are here. But sir, I am a blind man. I cannot work as other men work. And to be totally honest with you, sir, I have no money. I have no reserve funds to pay for my taxes this day. Zacchaeus looks at the man, and he cannot imagine the horror of never experienced the beauty of witnessing a sunrise or a sunset. And memories begin to fill his mind and he looks at the man and said, sir, I'm so sorry for your handicap. But sir, you must understand I have a job to do, but I'm going to grant you mercy for 30 days. But sir, regardless of the situation, please understand. In 30 days when I return, sir, your taxes must be paid. He now continues his journey of the day and he finally comes to the second house. 
As he knocks upon the door, a, a lady responds and she is yellow from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. There are dark circles under her eyes signifying it had been many nights since she had had a full night's sleep. And he looks at this lady and, and she begins to weep and she declares, oh, Mr. Zacchaeus, sir, I know who you are. And sir, I understand that my taxes are due. But sir, please understand, I have just been diagnosed with an incurable blood disease. Sir, I have cancer. The doctor has only given me a few months to live. And, and to be honest, Mr. Zacchaeus, all of the money that I had put aside to pay for my taxes have been consumed by my many, my many medical expenses. And Zacchaeus saw that indeed she was very sick. And he looked at her and he declares, ma'am, I'm, I'm coming back in 30 days to visit your neighbor just down the road. And ma'am, understand, I'm, I'm so sorry for your diagnosis. I'm, I'm so sorry you have cancer, but you must understand I have a job to do. And in, and in 30 days, do your very best to pay your taxes. He politely leaves and goes to the next house of the day. And he knocks upon the door and a lady responds and she is weeping. There are dark circles under her eyes as well and she's wearing a dirty, ragged dress. And about that time, three little children come and huddle at her side and, and they're crying and, and they're uncomfortable, they're hungry. And about that time, he hears a most unusual sound from behind the house. And he walks to the side of the porch and he, and he looks around and there is a man who is totally nude. He is running through the cemetery. He is tearing the tombstones apart and he is ripping his own flesh asunder and in brokenness with tears, she looks at Zacchaeus and declares, sir, that is my husband. He is possessed of demons from another world. And Mr. Zacchaeus, we've tried everything. And this one thing I have learned, no man can tame him and no man can chain him. And Mr. Zacchaeus, I'm working two jobs to love and to care for and to provide for my children. And to be honest, Mr. Zacchaeus, sir, I have no money to pay my taxes. And Zacchaeus saw that indeed this man was possessed of demons from another world. He wasn't anxious to hang around. And he simply looks at her and says, ma'am, no explanation needed. I'll be back in 30 days. But in 30 days, understand your taxes must be paid. He now continues his journey and he knocks upon the door of the last house. There's a spray of flowers hanging on the door signifying that someone in the residence has died. And about that time, a lady responds and she is wearing black and a veil covers her face and she is desperate and she is weeping bitterly. And she looks at Zacchaeus and says, Sir, I understand why you are here, but you know that I am a widow 
But since I've seen you last, my only son has died. And Mr. Zacchaeus, I shall bury him. And please understand, sir, in my brokenness, all of the money that I had placed aside to pay for my taxes have now been consumed by his funeral expenses. Zacchaeus could not imagine the hurt. He could not imagine the horror of losing a child, much less an only child. And he declares, ma'am, I will return in 30 days and I'm so sorry for your loss. I cannot imagine, but understand in 30 days when I return, your taxes must be paid. So very hurriedly, those 30 days do pass. Zacchaeus arises early in the morning and suddenly he is reminded that today he must visit four homes that only 30 days previous had encountered some of the most challenging experiences of his life. He starts down that same long, dusty road. He comes to the door of the first house and he knocks upon the door and a man responds and there's a smile on his face and there is joy in his heart and there is a special twinkle in his eyes and he declares, I desire to see the master of the house, please. And the gentleman responds, Mr. Zacchaeus, I am the master of this house. But he said, sir, I was here 30 days ago and and the master of this house was blind. And I believe it was there that he began to sing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Sir, I was blind, but now I see. Mr. Zacchaeus, let me tell you about the best day of my life. Some of my neighbors came and picked me up and we were on our way to the village square and I heard someone cry from a distance, here comes Jesus, here comes Jesus. And Mr. Zacchaeus, I had heard of his mission. I had heard of his miracles and I thought as a blind man, if I could just get to Jesus, But understand, sir, as a blind man, I could not find my way to Christ. But that day in grace and in all of his glory, when I could not go to Jesus, Jesus came to me. And he reached down in the middle of the road and, and sir, he took the dust of the earth. He spat in it. He molded it in my eyes. He told me to go wash and I would come sing. And Mr. Zacchaeus, I've been seeing every since today a man called Jesus pass by. Mr. Zacchaeus, remember my old seeing eye dog, Sam? Didn't need him anymore. Sold him to my neighbor down the road. Here's your money for your taxes. Go in peace. Maybe you can meet Jesus someday. Wouldn't you like to have been there? Wouldn't you not to have witnessed that? But he continues his journey now and he goes to the second house of the day and he knocks upon the door. 
A lady responds and there's a smile on her face. The dark circles are gone. There's joy in her heart and there's a fresh rose color flowing through her cheeks. And he declares, I desire to see the master of the house, please. And the lady responds, well, Mr. Zacchaeus, I am the master of this house. But he said, ma'am, I was here 30 days ago and 30 days ago when I was here, you said you had an issue of blood. You said you had cancer. You said the physicians had only give you a few months to live. To be honest, ma'am, I thought for sure you would be dead and buried by now. And she said, oh, Mr. Zacchaeus, sit out on the porch here for just a minute. Let me tell you my story. Some of my neighbors came by early one morning. We, we were on our way down to the Walgreens to get all my prescriptions filled. And I heard someone cry out, here comes Jesus. And Mr. Zacchaeus, I cannot explain in words the joy and, and the anticipation and the thrill of just hearing his name because I had heard of his many miracles. And there I was standing on the side of the road and, and Jesus came closer and closer and he came closer and closer. And, and there was something that just affirmed in my heart and spirit, if I could just touch him, if I could just touch him and Jesus passed by and Mr. Zacchaeus, when Jesus passed by, I reached out and I touched the helm of the garment of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I touched the helm of his garment, instantly, gloriously and miraculously, there was a royal blood transfusion performed in my life. All things passed away. All things became new and I became a new creation for one reason. Save Jesus. Pass by. Yeah. Y'all just sat there. I've been known to have a spell by myself. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, some of you looking at me right now saying, Brother Phil, nice little story, but Brother Phil, you can't prove it happened this way. I was asked to preach this message at the Ohio Baptist Convention and one of those dignified seminary professor dudes came up to me after the service. He said, Brother Phil, appreciate your imagination, appreciate your little story, but you can't prove it happened the way you preached it tonight. I said, Doc, you're right, but you can't prove it didn't. Hey, I do know this, that blind man received his sight when Jesus passed by. That lady with an issue of blood was cleansed in an instant when Jesus passed by. And let me go on record tonight at Hillcrest Baptist Church and affirm to you, I believe in all of the miracles of the Bible. I believe Jonah got swallowed by a whale. And let me tell you how conservative I really am. Had the Bible said Jonah swallowed the whale, I would have believed that. <laughs> I believe in the miracle of the parting of the Red Sea. 
I preached that message one night and I don't know where these dignified seminary professors come from when I'm preaching, but he came up to me after the service. He said, Brother Phil, are you not aware that theologians and historians have now proven that where the children of Israel crossed at the Red Sea, the water was actually only three inches deep? I said, Professor, time out. Run that by me one more time. I want to make sure I understand what you just said. He said, historians and theologians have now proven that where the children of Israel crossed at the Red Sea, the water was actually only three or four inches deep. I said, Professor, hold my mule while I shout because if God drowned that crowd in three inches of water is a far greater miracle than I ever imagined. And I know this, Bartimaeus received his sight when Jesus passed by. That lady with cancer was instantly healed when Jesus passed by. Mr. Zacchaeus, maybe you can meet Jesus someday. He goes to the third house of the day and he knocks on the door. A, a lady responds and there's a big old smile on her face. Isn't it interesting? Anywhere Jesus had been, people were happy. And the moral of that story tonight is this. If you're saved and on your way to heaven, would you please notify your face? Amen? Amen. Man, she is smiling. She is one happy camper. She has on a new dress. She has on a new outfit. She's been to Dillard's. <laughs> Say amen, ladies. That's the best shot you're going to have tonight. She has on a new outfit. And about that time, three precious children come and huddle at her side. They have on new Tommy Hilfiger jeans. They have on new Ralph Lauren polo shirts. They have on new Adidas, Adidas tennis shoes. Hey, hey, no Nikes in this house. Amen right there. They are styling and profiling. And about that time, a tall, handsome man comes and stands at her side and she puts her arm around him and he, he puts his arm around her. And I bet old Zacchaeus' first impression was, I'm glad she got a new man. She needed one bad. And she looked at him and said, Mr. Zacchaeus, let me preface this conversation with an apology. 30 days ago, you were here. My husband was possessed of demons. You saw him running through the cemetery. You were very much aware of the situation. And I remember distinctively telling you, no man can chain him and no man can tame him. But that was before. A mighty man. And that was before a miracle working man, a man called Jesus passed by. And he saw my husband. He did not fear those demons. By the power 
vested in his words. Jesus cast those demons out of my husband into a herd of swine. They ran down over the mountainside and drowned in the wading creek below. And I'm here to tell you today, I've got a new husband now and my boys have a new daddy now since Jesus passed by. And Mr. Zacchaeus, this is interesting. Since my husband got saved, since my husband met Jesus, he got a job. Is this still on? Let me say that again. Since my husband got saved, since he met Jesus, he got a job. And now he's working. He's providing for our family. He's the priest of our home. He's the protector of our home. I got a new man now since Jesus passed by. Mr. Zacchaeus, maybe you can meet Jesus someday. Here's your money for your taxes. Go in peace in Jesus' name. Goes to the last house. Knocks on the door and there's no response. He knocks again. No response, he thought. She's just gotten away. She just needed some time away to readjust and try to cope with the loss of her only child. He knocks again. And about that time, the, the door slowly opens. And there's one of the most beautiful little olive skin, brown-eyed, brown-haired boys you've ever laid your eyes on. And Zacchaeus looks down at that boy and says, Son, I'm sorry. Son, I'm sorry. Oh, Zacchaeus is at the wrong house. And he looks up at Zacchaeus and says, Oh, no, sir. Mr. Zach. You're not at the wrong house. Matter of fact, my mom's been looking for you all morning. Now, son, I've had a long day. You don't know what I've been through since early this morning. I've seen, I've seen a blind man receive his sight. I've seen a lady healed of cancer, cured. I've seen an old boy possessed of demons set free and a totally new creation in Christ. Son, I can't handle much more. Well, Mom's been looking for you all morning. You got a minute, Mr. Zacchaeus. I got really sick. And mom and all the neighbors and everybody down to church had a special prayer meeting. And they prayed God would touch me and that God would heal me. But sir, it wasn't in the plan and the providence of God for that to happen. And Mr. Zacchaeus, I died. Mom went down to the funeral home and mom put me away really nice. 
It took all she had. We had the funeral, and after the funeral, we, we were coming out of the village of Nain in the procession of death. But what my mama didn't know was on the other end of that dusty road was another procession. It wasn't the procession of death. It was the procession of deity. See, we were headed toward the graveyard. But the other procession was headed toward glory. We were being led by the pale horse we called death, but the other procession was being led by the Lord Jesus Christ, the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the pride in the morning star, the altogether lovely. And, and Mr. Zacchaeus, I don't know how much you understand about this kind of stuff, but we learned that day, death and deity can't hang around the same place together very long. We had a head-on collision right there in the middle of the road. And Jesus stopped the procession of death. And Mr. Zacchaeus, later we learned that's why he came. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And he stopped the procession of death and and Mr. Zacchaeus, I'm just laying there in my casket, minding my own business. <laughs> Y'all going to get this tomorrow about lunchtime? <laughs> Amen? Amen? You're going to get this tomorrow about lunchtime, and you're going to have a Holy Ghost fit somewhere. Yeah. I was just laying there, minding my own business, and Jesus reached over and He reached out and spoke to my mama. He told my mama, don't weep anymore. He extended his hand and heart to her. Don't weep anymore. And after he extended his heart to my mama, he extended his hand to me. And he touched me. And all I remember hearing was, young man, I say unto thee, arise. Arise. And the moment I heard those words, my lungs started breathing, my heart started beating, and up out of that casket I came. And Mr. Zacchaeus, it caused quite a stir in our community. Well, can I ask you all a question tonight? If your neighbor died and you went down here to the funeral home, signed the register, saw him laying in the casket, sent flowers, took food to the house, and three days later you run into him at the Walmart. <laughs> Business going to pick up in Lebanon, I can tell you that right now. Amen? And Mr. Zacchaeus, I was dead, but I'm not dead anymore. Because Jesus passed by. And the last thing I remember was the guy on the funeral home was running down the road hollering, no charge. Give him the money back. No charge. <laughs> Mr. Zacchaeus, 
I hope you can meet Jesus someday. He's on his way home, passes one of his buddies on the road. He said, Zach, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a man called Jesus at the town square. And I believe on Zacchaeus said, I've seen all I need to see. I've heard all I need to hear. And off to the village square he ran. Here's what the Bible says. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was. There was a desire in his heart to get to Jesus. And when he got to the village square, the Bible says he couldn't see Jesus for the press. He was, he was short. He was a little fella. But he couldn't see Jesus for the press. Now that wasn't USA Today or Fox News. That was the people keeping him from Jesus. And I want everybody to listen right here. Anytime there is a desire in anybody's heart to get to Jesus, the enemy is going to have something or someone keeping them, hindering them from getting to Jesus. But he sought to see Jesus. And he climbed up into a sycamore tree. And Jesus passed by. And he looked up in that tree and he called him by his name. Zacchaeus had never seen Jesus before that day. Jesus had never seen Zacchaeus. And he knew his name. And Jesus looks up in that tree and says, Zacchaeus, make haste. Come down. I'm going to your house today. I don't think he sat up there in the limb of that sycamore tree and said, sing one more verse, I may come down. <laughs> or maybe the next time you pass by, I may come down. The Bible said, and he made haste, and he came down, and he received Jesus joyfully. Now, sycamore trees don't have bark on them. Do you know that? Sycamore trees are barkless trees. And I believe one reason is Zacchaeus skinned that sucker so fast coming back. <laughs> Amen. Zacchaeus, I'm going to your house today. Did you read the rest of it? Let me read the rest of it to you. And when they saw it in verse 7, these are the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious crowd. And when they saw it, they all murmured saying, and let me paraphrase this. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? Jesus is going home with a sinner. Can you believe it? Amen. I'd like to have been there and jumped right in the middle of that bunch of hypocrites and said, come here, guys, come here, girls. That's why he came. 
Amen? Hey, that's why he came. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And Jesus passed by. Can I tell you a better story? I was blind. But now I see. The disease of sin is a cancer was eating away and ultimately going to destroy my life. But Dr. Jesus passed by and offered the cure by the shedding of his blood and giving of his life on the cross. And tonight I am saved and redeemed and sealed by the blood of Jesus. The demons of hell had gambled for my soul. I was dead, buried, in the trespasses of my sins. But I've been raised to a newness of life in Jesus Christ. And I'll never forget the day he passed by that little country Baptist church in East Tennessee and whispered peace to my heart, convicted me of my sins and drew me to Christ. And I was born into the family of God. Can I tell the rest of the story? This same Jesus. Not a cowboy Jesus. Not a Hollywood Jesus. Not a Harley Davidson Jesus. This same Jesus. This same Jesus. Is passing by Hillcrest Baptist Church tonight in Lebanon, Tennessee. And you know what he's saying? I want to go home with you. I really do. I want to go home with you. And if you'll let me go home with you, I'll fix whatever's wrong in your life. But he's a perfect gentleman. He will not enter unless he's officially invited. And I want you to know that if you'll touch him, and if he touches you, You'll never be the same. Thank God for the day. Jesus passed by.